Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Brett Schott-Kavis, and I am so glad to be back with you. We are talking about zoning today as we're breaking down assisted living investing. Zoning is such a huge part of getting your deal together. And I have so many people who have commented or reached out to me and say, hey, you know, Brett, what you're doing sounds great. You're building these memory care mansions, but I just can't do that in my area. You know, my area or my city, they say, you know, I can only do this. I can only have such and such amount of beds. And it's because of the zoning. And uh, I think that's BS. Uh, I can show you how you can do any size deal anywhere in the country. So we're gonna kind of be breaking that down today. And I think it is so, so vital that we can address this point because it's such a huge roadblock for people who are trying to get started in assisted living investing and they feel like they're stuck, feel like they're pigeonholed into a, a deal that's kind of too small or not a winning deal or not a profitable deal. So let's talk about this because people will say to me, hey, you know, that's great, you're in Texas and they, you know, everything's bigger in Texas and you can do these, but I'm in you know, such and such state. I'm like California, Arizona, you know, they allow six beds only or 10 beds only. And that's not really true. Okay, so let me break this down because there is, um, let, me, let me just follow up with this question. Okay, in every single state, in every place in this country, is there big box facilities? Yes, right, of course. There's 60 beds, there's 100 beds, there's 200 beds, literally in every single city, in every single state in the country. So those places, they're not being told, hey, by the way, you know, Mr. Big Corporate Developer, you're limited to six beds or eight beds. No, they're not being told that, right? You can do a bigger deal anywhere. So let's talk about this. How can these big facilities come in and build their 60 beds, build their 100 beds? I just wanna build whatever my number is. Maybe that's 12 or 14 or 16 or 20, right? I don't wanna do necessarily a small deal that may barely make me any money or maybe breaks even. I wanna do the right size deal for me. And I wanna show you how to work the zoning so that you can find the proper zoning so you can do this anywhere because you literally can do this anywhere. So here is where people get stuck. They say, well, my city only allows me to do six beds or my city allows eight beds or 10 beds. Sometimes they even only allow you to do four beds, right? And your city does not limit you to, to four, six, eight, 10 beds. You know what limits you is the zoning. And the zoning, when people are talking about this, trying to start their own RAL, they're trying to buy a house and convert it and make it into assisted living, well, they're buying into a residential zoning. And that's the problem, that's the limiting factor right there is the residential zoning. So I hate residential zoning. I never do residential zoning. I think that residential zoning is the biggest block of the deal you wanna do. Residential zoning is like handcuffs for your profit. You will not make any money by being in a zoned residential area trying to start an assisted living. So this is why I'm a huge proponent of not just going and buying a house and talking to the city and trying to convert it into an assisted living. The assisted living, or excuse me, the city, they don't care if you make any money, but I care, I wanna make money, I wanna take care of my family and my kids instead of my retirement. 
So the only way to do that is to not be stuck with a small deal that's unprofitable. You, you can, in the exact same city, you can go talk to them and say, hey, I wanna do 20 or 40 or 60 because all the big corporate people do, the big boxes, the Brookdales, all these places, they're coming in there and they're building their 50 or 60 or 70, right? There's nothing stating that you can't do a bigger deal. It is just the residential zoning. Residential zoning will block you. It will handcuff you every single time to some numbers. And every single city is different. Some are gonna say six, some will say eight. There are some that say, oh, I don't really have a limit on that. You can kind of do whatever you want. Now that's very, very infrequent. Most of them, honestly, don't have a formal policy. They'll just kind of give you a loose gray area answer. And then when you go and pull permits and you're trying to get the deal done, then they come back and say, oh, you know, no, sorry, we're not gonna let you do that. Um, you, can, you can do this, but you know, you, six or, or eight or, or four. And you're like, well, I just, I just bought this house, right? Like I just, I just spent all this money. I just spent like six months putting this deal together. Why weren't you telling me this on the front? Don't put yourself in that situation. Just know that the odds are there's gonna be somebody at the city, sometime in the planning department, that doesn't like what you wanna do. And none of your neighbors like what you wanna, the, what you wanna do anyways. They're gonna try and go and complain. So avoid residential zoning altogether because there are other zoning types where you can be successful in this. So here is my solution. I've actually not done residential zoning on any of my assisted livings, and I will never do residential zoning, but I will go and do commercial zoning, or I'll do multifamily zoning, or sometimes mixed use zoning, or there's sometimes maybe a special use permit. What I really, really like, and it works really great here in Texas, is there are areas that are unincorporated, and they're outside of the city's limits, and they don't have any zoning for you. So there are other ways to go about this. Now, again, we're going back to this idea, this example of like Brookdale and the big box facilities, right? They're not going in and like buying a vacant land next to a house and saying, hey, city planning department, I wanna put my huge facility next to this house. No, they're going and buying commercial land, right? Why can't you do something similar? Why can't you buy commercial land or multifamily or mixed use or R4 or whatever the case is? But there are, a bunch of options that will allow you to have no limit on the amount of bed size you want. You can pick 12 or 16 or 20 or 30 or 50, doesn't really matter. But if you're gonna pick residential zoning, there will for sure be a limit. It's most likely gonna be eight, six or eight or 10, something that your, your best case is you're gonna make a little bit of money and struggle and be really frustrated for the next couple years and then sell it. And that's not really what we want. If you're looking to get into this for your first time, you wanna have a proven path to make you some great money, set yourself up for retirement, and then exit the deal with a nice big win. So that you can do if you get the zoning right. So here are kind of my action steps. When I go to look for a new piece of property, I'll go down to the city and I go to the planning department and I'll ask a few questions to the planning department. I'll tell them, here's what I wanna do. Right, I, I'm building this memory care mansion. It's like a big old house that's purpose built that takes care of seniors at the end of life and we offer dementia and all these kind of services. And they say, oh, well that, that doesn't sound like a house. And I say, yeah, I understand. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming I don't wanna be in a residential zoning, but let me ask you, what type of zonings can I do? And I'll ask. And they'll usually say, oh, well that sounds like it's commercial. Or, you know, there's someone at the front desk who really doesn't know 
But I'm gonna go and I'm gonna ask my first question and then I'm gonna dig in a little bit and I'm gonna ask follow-up questions. If, if they say, yeah, well, you, you, you're, you sound like commercial, you can do commercial. Well, then I'm gonna ask some follow-up questions. Well, is there any other areas that I can do? Is there certain types of commercial? Is there areas that are not zoned? Is there areas that are mixed use? What about a special uh, use permit? Is there special use permit? So I want to go through and I wanna talk to you, and it may be just be not the person at the front desk. I may have to talk to his supervisor or her supervisor, but I wanna find out every single zoning type that the city has that will allow me to do the deal that I wanna do, that will allow me to do the right size assisted living project. So I'm gonna go and I'm gonna ask them those questions. And then what I wanna do is I want to find their GIS map. I wanna go on their website and I wanna find out what does their mapping system look like. And a lot of cities, have great and detailed mapping systems where I can plug in an address, it's gonna tell me the zoning, it may tell me the utilities, it may tell me trash day, it can tell me all sorts of wonderful things. But really, I wanna know about the zoning. So if I pop in an address, I can drop it into a map and it'll say, oh hey, your zoning is commercial or your zoning is residential or your zoning is, doesn't matter, it's gonna tell me what it is, right? Because I wanna know if something is for sale, that I can throw it into the map. And the city told me, hey, I can use this zoning and this zoning and this zoning. So I wanna find out where are those zonings and I wanna be able to see what I am looking for. So that's my first step. Okay, I'm gonna ask the city. My second step is I'm gonna to go to the state and every assisted living has to be licensed. So I'm gonna pull the list either online or I'll download it of all the assisted livings that are in my area. And I wanna take those addresses and I wanna throw it back into that GIS map. I wanna take every single assisted living that is in my city and most likely the two, three, four cities surrounding me and I wanna plug them all into those maps and I wanna check all the zonings. Because if I can see, okay, here's an assisted living right down the road and it is this type of zoning, maybe it's zoned R4 and the city let them do an R4, well then, hey, that's a question I'm gonna go look up. Or is it mixed use? Is there a zoning that says mixed use? Is there a zoning that says multifamily? Or is there a zoning that says commercial? If I can go and check five or 10 or 20 uh, assisted livings that are in my city or, the, the, or my county, and I can pull all those zoning types, then I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna go back to the city and say, hey, okay, I know you, we, we've had this conversation about what zoning types are allowed. Well, what about this facility over here, right? They are zoned this and, and they have, a a license they are running, can I use that zoning? So I wanna go and I want to ask them what are my zoning types, but then I also wanna go and double check who has come before me, who has already fought this battle. What assisted livings are already open and running that have a certain zoning type? And I'm gonna go check that because that's gonna be the path of least resistance. I'm gonna follow behind the people who have already gone through this with the city. So. My goal as I'm doing these two action steps is I wanna know and I wanna have clarity from the local city or county or whatever authority it is that I know if a, there's a piece of property that is for sale, whether it's vacant land or a house or a building, whatever it is, if there's a piece of property that's for sale that I have enough clarity with, within two or five minutes, I can go online, throw the address into the city's mapping website and I can know whether or not I need to pursue this property or not. I'm not gonna be wasting my time calling realtors and going to the city every single time I see something. I wanna know for myself, here's how I can find out whether I can do this deal or not do this deal. And that way, again, whether it's vacant land 
or a building or a house, I can go and look and I can check and, I, and I'm not gonna be wasting my own time. So I wanna set myself up for success and I think it's important that you don't just limit yourself to potentially one city because there may not be enough options that come available for sale in that one city. So maybe you search your whole county or maybe realistically, you know, 30 or 40 minutes in a, in a circle around you. So that's what I'm looking for. For me, as I went through my journey and I went and talked to the city, I bought, uh, I bought a house. I bought my first assisted living was an actual house and it was in an unincorporated area. It was outside of the city limits. There was not zoning imposed in, on that house. And what I did was I, the, the city still considered me commercial. Even though I want, was not zoned, I was classified in their eyes. I mean, classified as commercial, I'm not zoned, but I'm classified there, right? So that still means they still wanted commercial requirements, right? They still wanted commercial building standards for me. So I bought a house and I really just gutted it down to the studs and I started over and I did a huge addition and a lot of the components that went into this house, my memory care mansion are commercial. So it doesn't look like a facility. It actually looks like a gorgeous farmhouse that uh, maybe like Chip and Joanna Gaines did, but honestly, my wife did it. But nonetheless, it looks like this memory care mansion, this upscale home, but behind the sheetrock, there's a lot of commercial components. So just because you may have to have some commercial components to it does not mean it has to look like a commercial facility. Just because you are buying this on commercial land does not make it that you have to do this ugly, smelly, big facility looking thing, right? That's what I'm doing. I, my next deal, I went and bought vacant land. Again, zoned commercial, and I'm building to commercial standards, but again, it does not look like anything commercial. It looks like custom designed mansions, like some home builder came in and built four distinct mansions, like next door neighbors next to each other on their own little like pocket neighborhood. And this, this piece of land, we bought eight acres, is commercial, but I'm subdividing it or I'm making it look like it's, it is subdivided with four separate houses, like four BA huge mansions on there. And they for sure don't look commercial. They, for, they don't even have a parking lot in the, in the front and the red curb and all those kind of things. I was able to talk to the city and the fire marshal and get things done that don't look like it's a facility. So keep that in mind, just because this pass says, hey, go and, and, and do something that's zoning that is commercial or mixed use or multifamily, it doesn't have to look like one of these Brookdales, like one of these big smelly facilities. So kind of wrapping this up for you here, I think that this is a huge roadblock for people trying to get started in this, uh, in this space. As um, things have changed and things have gotten so much more expensive post-COVID, post-inflation with staffing, you look at some of these numbers and you try and put, put a performance together and you have six or eight beds and you're not even coming close, right? As the staffing costs have increased, as food has increased, as insurance has doubled or quadrupled in the last few years, you're not able to make these numbers work. And I really don't believe that these smaller assisted livings are profitable. And I really love the 16 bed style, 14, 20, anything in that kind of range. I think too big is bad and too small is bad. So. I wanna encourage you to take a new approach in this. Don't follow the masses. There are so many people who are, are trying to buy a house and I'm gonna have this four bedroom house and, and convert the garage. That's not gonna work, right? That I, I've been down that path. I have a hundred friends who do something like that and it's just a struggle fest. Like don't follow the sheep off the cliff. 
do something different. And it really starts with the zoning. If you can change where you're starting with this zoning, you will literally open yourself up to so many more options. And there's not a bed limit, which means there's not an income limit, which means that you can pay for the proper staffing. You can pay for managers. You can pay for a chef. You can pay for all the things that will insulate you from the problems and really set yourself up as a business instead of just an owner operator. So continue to check out the channel. I'm gonna be breaking down the real deal. Here's what I am doing in my assisted living business. Here's how we are overcoming a lot of these things with the challenges of inflation and the challenges of price increases. Um, I mentioned in the show here about my facility, my memory care mansion. And you can go on our website, palm.university. There's a virtual tour. You can check this out. This was the house that I said that I gutted down to the studs and I did a huge addition on. So check it out. My wife designed it. She did an amazing job. But the virtual tour is there on the website and you can literally walk through the whole thing. So good luck with everything. I will see you all on the next one.